Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzak. I am live from Vancouver, Canada, and I'm here with Puyo Ricey, as always, who is recording live from Ilabella. Did I say that right? Ilabella, Sao Paulo State, Brazil. Sao Paulo State. So Sao Paulo is one of those places that gets its own city and state. Yeah, I think it's the biggest city in Brazil. Um, I think it kind of gets a little bit of the back seat from Rio. When... It 1,000% does. I didn't know what it was until you told me about it. Very impressed with Sao Paulo. Very impressed. Better it than is, Rio? It is the cinnamon babka of of uh, cities. <laughs> it takes no backseat. It's amazing. I haven't been to Rio. I haven't been. But from talking to a lot of Brazilians, because I feel like in North America, our entire vision of Brazil for those who haven't been there is Rio de Janeiro. You think it's the whole it's got this guy? It's got this guy. Yeah, got this guy. Yeah, the whole country is like that. It's That's the guy in the cross, country. the big cross guy. I don't think we realize how big of the country it is. No, it's and huge. Everywhere's different. What? Yeah. What? I bet you it's top ten size wise. Do you think? I think it's fourth or fifth. Yes, top ten, top, top five. five. But yeah, I, I was, I'm I was right fifth. with top I'm ten. It, I'm putting it fifth. Well, Canada, Russia, states. Russia, uh, Canada, Russia, Russia Canada, Canada USA, China, Brazil. I would go Brazil, China. Maybe Brazil, China. Maybe Brazil, China. Top five for sure. Top five. Yeah, Australia, Australia, no. Oh yeah, no. Australia would probably be, it'd probably go Russia, Canada, States, Australia, Brazil. And I'm not going to look it up because that's how confident I am. I just I I've never looked anything up. I speak out of my ass. That's been the way it's been from the beginning, and that's how it'll go. Well, that's why the quality was so good. The first 100 episodes we did, and then when you used your mouth last week, it was it was a good quality version of you. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get some football? Yeah, let's talk some football a because lot, we just finished the regular season. We have a lot of things coming up. Um, we're going to talk about coaches. We're going to talk about um, – we're going to do some awards and some stuff, some review, and then we're going to get into the matchups coming up this weekend. Um, let's start off with some of the games that were played this weekend. We had some big ones. Um, let's start with the last game of the week was the Bills-Dolphins. Now, the bummer about this game was because Jacksonville lost earlier, I think, Saturday night, no, Friday, Sunday morning. The, neither team could have been eliminated team. from playoffs. Exactly. And I hate yeah. when that happens. I understand like they're waiting for the Buffalo Bills-Miami game to mean everything because they assumed Jacksonville would win. Jacksonville did not win. They lost to the Tennessee Titans, which I think we predicted, um, and uh, eliminated themselves from playoff contention. Um, okay, actually, let's get into that because a lot of people are shitting on Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, I, you sent me something earlier today or yesterday about the the draft QB class. in that draft class. Um I know off the top of my head Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, uh Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Jones. Now yeah. Trey Lance. There's, there's one difference between Trevor Lawrence and the rest of those guys. Trevor Lawrence has won a playoff game. Yes. The rest of those guys can't say that. The rest of those guys barely don't even start on their team anymore. 
There's also something that people seem to forget about Trevor Lawrence is that the first year of his career, he had a dog shit head coach that did not care about the team, that did not care about making him a better player um, and mentoring Trevor Lawrence. So essentially, this is his second year. Now, his first year, I know, I know he's not actually, and like there's other things he learned, but this first year, last year, he went to the playoffs. Could I interrupt for one quick sec? Not to take anything away from his playoff win because that was still a great effort on that team to come back and win. Come back win. But that halftime, was that not the fall of that Chargers? Those Chargers never recovered from that. They didn't recover from that playoffs. They haven't because the next year they made that boneheaded. Oh, wait, no, it was the year before they did the boneheaded timeout when the Raiders were playing for a tie and the Chargers gave them the win. Um, And then last year, yeah, the the Chargers have been on a spiral ever since that moment. That's the moment when they should have Jacksonville hasn't been as hot because also they were pretty good against the Chiefs, who was a good Chiefs team last year, Super Bowl winning team last year. And they were coming pretty close to beating them in that um, the conference round there. Absolutely. Now, Jacksonville wasn't as good this year. They had moments, but they had zero consistency through back-to-back games, right? Like, they weren't really... It's, maybe two games they look great. I mean, they yeah. kind of lost me. I kind of <laughs> fell. I I fell off that bandwagon right at the right time to be just a fair weather fan. They were hot out the gate, and it seemed like all the talk with Calvin Ridley coming um, and being that number one guy for Trevor Lawrence really hasn't been great. Um, and I think a lot of the onus on them taking a step better was to was for. Um, or be was going to be because Ridley was on the team now. Yeah. Um, so now the what, defense what has gotten do? worse. They fired. They, they fired all the defensive coaches. So there's some accountability is being held within the coaching staff. Um, it it was only Doug Peterson's second season with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Again, he took Trevor Lawrence to the playoffs last year. Um, so this was a step back, and usually you see a step backs at some point in a young quarterback's career. Um, I. I'm not worried about Trevor Lawrence. If that means anything to anybody, I am not worried about Trevor Lawrence. I think Personally, that I th- go think this next year will be very telling for his career. I think he either takes a big step forward and kind of, I think a lot of the criticism is his lack of consistency or his lack of stepping up in bigger moments more often. No, I agree. I think he, that's why I'm not worried about him right now is I think he has another year to either prove yeah. who he is or not and technically I, his contract says the same thing he's on his rookie contract still until the end of next year um which they can choose to move on from him or keep him and you got to keep in mind now that in that division the texans have cj strout who looks like a bona fide star the colts have anthony richardson um who we saw flashes of this year if he can stay healthy he's going to be great um and then the titans are kind of in this rebuild mode right now yeah so the thing i think will happen with uh, trevor Lawrence, either he takes a big step forward or he kind of stays the same. I think the risk for him isn't that he just becomes a bad QB and doesn't have a job. I think the risk for him is he stays in this mediocrity level where he's always good enough to have a job, but never good enough to take you to that next level. I think that's that's the fear. That's his floor. That's where his floor is. That's the fear with any quarterback really is like, cause you need well, a no, guy. Cause you can have guys who just, they're too risky. They're just too inconsistent. Where like, you know what? We're moving on from you. And yeah. I think that's kind of one of those problems where you have a guy who's good enough to be your starter, but not good enough to really compete 
compete yeah. in the playoffs. Well, what happens is you end up having to pay them. And every year you have to pay the quarterback yeah. more and more and more and more and more. Um, we saw that with like Daniel Jones, which that doesn't look like a great contract right now. Um, Deshaun Watson no. doesn't look like a great contract Kirk, right now. Um, Kirk Cousins is your bona fide example of the yeah, same thing. Exactly. And like even when the Lions had to pay Matthew Stafford four or five years ago, like that was a lot of people saying, He's not the guy that's going to take you to the next level. He's not the guy that's going to take the next level. It's like, but that is our only option at that point. Um, because he is a, and he went on to win a Super Bowl, but he was at that time, in my eyes, a top five quarterback. And even though he might not be the guy in Detroit, he was, well, you can't not pay him. You cannot pay a guy when you know that you're like, that's what's going to be the problem with Trevor Lawrence is if they make the playoffs next year and then let's say they lose in the first round, you have to pay Trevor Lawrence. If he takes you to the playoffs, you have to pay him. If you, if you guys miss the playoffs, then you can have a tough decision on your hands. But but it's like what it's what Justin Fields is right now to the Bears. Is Justin Fields going to get the Bears to the playoffs, or are they going to trade him and go to somebody else? Because it's not working in Chicago, but he, but he's showing flashes of being brilliant. But I think Trevor Lawrence will stay at the top. He's within the top half of best QBs in the league. Yep. But he's in the middle. Yes. And you know, you need so him to just, step up to the top fifteen, or sorry, top ten. Top you know, ten go from the top within the to top, top ten. Yeah, yeah. I without I, a question in the top ten. Completely agree. And I think he had like it's. Look at the QBs that were playing this year. Like, it's who he just who has had to be, more hype. Who had more hype coming in, Burrow or Lawrence? <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence was supposed to be Lawrence the bona fide star. Like he was supposed to be the next Peyton Manning. Yeah, like he was supposed to be a guarantee. So right now, I mean, but again, you give him fucking a guy like Urban Meyer to begin with, and it's just, you screwed him up for, he had to relearn last year, and now he's just kind of, I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't make the playoffs. I'm surprised that he took a step back, um, but I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about him. The thing is, they they shot themselves in the foot. They had that division. Yeah, I mean. They let it slip. They can only blame themselves. They were the favorites going in, and they were favorites to win the division all the way up until probably Sunday morning. Yeah. At halftime is probably when they lost it. Since we're on the QBs, two of the QBs in that last Monday night game, which we touched on, how risky were some of those plays by um, Josh Tua Allen and Josh Allen? I mean, some of the, the that first is two not interceptions. Good for the playoffs. But... Like deep in the playoffs, those will not win you the games because, like, we look at like some of the, the past uh, playoffs, a simple mistake will cost will cost you the Super Bowl as we've seen well, the past couple of years. A thousand percent. Like those I don't know what Josh Allen was. Josh Allen has a problem with playing in pressure situations, I think. Um I'm trying to think if I can think of a time or remember a time when he actually proved his worth in terms of like a last minute drive in a playoff type of atmosphere. Um but listen I'm I'm not worried about that the Chiefs Bills. game. It was that Chiefs game, the the overtime. That's true actually. They were that that was that there you go that's a perfect one because then I, if they can have that Josh Allen they're going to go very far in the playoffs. I can't substantiate this but I've touched on it before in the year I think in those situations he gets too caught up in trying to not be Josh Allen and yeah. trying to play like a different type of quarterback making throws which is not his strong suit trying yeah. to make you know trying to make it happen like stick with like what Tom Brady did just throw it out right away it's not there now. Just throw it away right away and live for the next down. Yeah. Or use your legs. He's a big boy. He runs when he runs. He does it's well. Huge. When he's he plays huge. Josh Allen, he does great. Yeah. If he if he could run for 
Like I that second pick that he threw up in the end zone was almost like, what are you doing? Also, I got beef with the the cornerback and every corner or safety in any defensive player who intercepts the ball on fourth down. You have essentially just instead of a turnover, yeah. you've just allowed that team to punt the ball. Like they yeah. it, it, it like just dock it down and you get the ball at the 35 instead of getting the ball at the like the 20 yard line or wherever the can hell. I, can I tell you this though? If I was in that position, the excitement would overwhelm me and I'm I'm catching that interception. I would not have the IQ in that moment to just bat the ball out. I'm catching right. it. I, I, I understand you know that. What, There's though, also sometimes, sometimes it also things it is they're... a little bit of risk of like you bat it, it hits somebody else and bounces, and then they can end up catching it. True. You know, when True. you catch it, you're almost going for the sure thing. It's just but so frustrating. Was that was that the game where he stepped out of the end zone where he would have had better field position for the touchback rather than uh well it, in this it in this scenario as well, they would have had the ball, I think they were at the 38 yard line or something like that, and if he had just knocked it down, they'd get the ball at 38. Yeah. Where instead he caught it and then took a knee in the end zone and they got the ball at the 20 or the 25. So anyway, like cost himself I, 20 yards. I, I, think I don't like it. I hate it. It's a very frustrating team. thing. Yeah. Very frustrating. But I've there, lost a lot of faith in Miami. I the, oh, I was, well, I was, that's the team. We're going to get into our playoff previews. But if you were the Miami Dolphins, I, I don't, if you're a fan of the Dolphins, how are you confident at all after? No. After what's happened in the last half of the season, it's, even it's the first proved, half, like it's proven that they struggle against tough teams. They they have got nothing. They've got one win against teams above five hundred. Dallas, and just to compare that to somebody, the New England Patriots have two wins against teams above five hundred. The Steelers and the Bills, and the Dolphins only have one. Like that's that's a troubling sign if you're if you're a Miami Dolphin fan, um, and we will get into that. Um, more when we get into the playoff previews, but also the Col- the another game that was great was the Colts and um, Texans game Saturday night. Did you catch that? I just saw highlights. I didn't catch a single game just because the time zones and travel and stuff. But I just went back and watched highlights and. Do they play football games on TV there? Have you like just run into a oh, restaurant I've, or something and I, seen it? It's just no. I've seen a Tom Brady. I've seen a Tom Brady Patriots jersey, and I've seen a Michael Vick uh, Philadelphia Eagles jersey. That wow. is about the most. Football I've seen out here. How many, how many Lewis Hamilton? And I was at foot volley. They like this. It's kind of like a soccer tent, uh, yeah. volleyball game. And uh, I sailed one pretty far out of bounds. And uh, they said, this isn't the NFL to me <laughs> in their broken English. So then That's they called funny. me a gringo. <laughs> 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 but you know that's that's the NFL experience that I've experienced here in Brazil. So that is hilarious. Well, the Colts and the Texans played in a game that was for the playoffs Saturday night. Very exciting. Came down to a last drive by the Colts and Minshew and the backup Ugh. running back whose name I his name is Tyler something. I felt bad for him off the, the hands, but wasn't a great pass. But you, if it touches you in the hands, you. And especially in that moment, you have to catch the ball. Oh, he knew. He he took full blame for it. What was his post that he says? At this point, only my mom loves me. Or yeah, something? he like, said. So that the one of the um, news reporters said, "What what are you going to do? Like, who do you talk to?" He said, "I'm going to call my mom because at this point, she's the only one that's going to ever want to talk to me." Um, fair is a good quote. Actually, that's a good quote. Yeah, that's it's, a, it's a tough position. You you cost your team the game. Nobody ever wants to be that guy. No, and that was like 
That, and man, that was a bad what was I saw a clip. I didn't see what the play was. The coach turning, I think it was to Minshew, saying, that one's on you. You fucked that up. Oh, really? I don't know if it was that last play, but... Gar- no, I mean, Gar- but I think it was one of the bad, but... We also have to remember who Gardner Minshew is. Like, he's he hasn't been a starting quarterback reliably and consistently ever in his career. So what he did to get the Colts into that position where they could have won that game in the last two minutes to get to the playoffs is not is not awful thing for them to kind of rest their hat on in the offseason. No. Um, um, you're talking about in the last two minutes. Can I bring up my point here? I got on uh, the uh, Falcons-Saints game. Okay, so let's explain to everybody what happened because they were up 41-17. to 17. The, the Falcons were up 41-17 to 17 on the Saints, and they had the ball after an interception. The Falcons intercepted the ball, brought it down to the one-yard line, and then it lined up in um, kneel-down formation, victory formation, kneel-down formation. Instead of taking the kneel, they handed it off to Jamal Williams for so his apparently, first touchdown little, 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 Another point. Apparently, the play call was to take the knee, Yes. And Jameis Winston overruled that and handed off for a touchdown. Yeah. To Jamal Williams for his so, first touchdown of the year. Yes. Okay. So where does your your go? I know you got something. So Arthur there, Smith. Which I think up, I'm going to disagree with this one. Furious about it at the end of the game. Yes. I've got into this before in sports, running up the score. You can't be mad at a team for running up the score because you want them to give up. You give up. Forfeit the match. Why do you want the other team to give up playing? Here, I don't sometime, think that's what he was mad at. He was no, he was mad because they they lined up for the figure formation. Yes, and then they ran it in. That's but he's not mad that they scored a touchdown. He is mad that if you want to score, then don't do it in a trick play where our guys are giving up and you're going to hurt somebody. And that's what I've taken from, from all the up. players. That's what I'm saying. saying don't like, give up. Don't give up. That's my whole point in it. So, but it's a victory formation. In it's some, a victory formation. In some sports, it's a trick play. Be ready. Don't take the field. It's no, like boxing. That is. Don't hear me out. Hear me shit. out. Hear me out. Don't take the field if you're not ready to play. Because here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Sometimes at the end of the season, points for matter. Sometimes for players, that extra touchdown, that extra reception, that can be the difference between a bonus. That can be the difference between something for you. Your take. And don't the field, line up in victory formation. Why? Because you've it's, got them. Beat. You, you, your victory formation means that hey, we're game's over. We're gonna take a knee. It's all right. Everything's fine. The only way you can do a victory formation and get away with it is at the end of a half, when you're like, oh, we're gonna give it up, and the game is still going on and it's competitive. Once the game's competitive and you take a kneel down, that would be like if, um, you if you hit a court. Basically, you're saying that anytime a quarterback slides, you're you should be allowed to hit him. Well, the rules are you can't because if you do hit them hard, like if you, you can hit yeah, but, them, you but just you're can't saying, hit them in the head. But you're saying that if you're on the field, you this is part of the game. He should be allowed to fake slide. He should be allowed to to do all this stuff to try to win the game. So might as well hit him. No, you have to look within the rules. You can't hit the quarterback as he's going down like that. Like, well, you can like, yeah, there's rules against that to protect I the I understand that, but it's all I'm saying against, is against no, no. Based on your thing, you should get rid of that rule, is what I'm saying. Is based on your what you're trying to say about how you should always be prepared on the field. You're saying get rid of that rule. No, I'm saying if you've given up in a victory, don't you're not going to get hurt if you just stand there and do nothing and let the other guys just run by you. You give up. My point is you want the other team to give up just because they're running up the score. No, they the they went into a formation of that, that they were going to give up. 
they went into a formation that said, we're going to give up. We're just going to take a knee. I'm quoting boxing here. Protect yourself at all times. That is such. <laughs> so when you're when you're not when you're passed out and you're trying to get up, and the guy hits you again, then in boxing that's that's no. No, that's because not... if you're passed out, it's over. They're, nobody's punching you in battle. I'm not saying break the rules. These guys were the done. It was I'm, over. No, I'm not saying. But you, they're not circumventing. But they're, okay, the rules. so then they should they're make a rule. They're not circumventing the rules of the NFL. Then they should make a rule. That's why. That's okay, how rules get make, started. Make okay. Make the rule, but until the rule is made, there's no rule against it. You're playing within the limit, uh, the rules of the game. If I, I would, I would act the exact same way Arthur Smith did, and I would probably go one further, and I would start swinging on. If I was a defensive lineman, and that happened, I'd start swinging on people. That is a horse yeah. shit call, horse shit play. And I bet you, Jameis Winston's not. On, if if they have the same head coach, everyone's been defending Jameis Winston except the head coach. I think. Yeah, Tell me that you don't have team. control of your team without telling me that you don't have control of your team. You got a backup quarterback in there who's looking for a little bit of glory. That's all. Yeah, but he, he, your backup quarterback should be listening to you as a head coach. You don't want your backup quarterback going rogue. No, but that's that's within a team culture thing. Like that could cost Jameson Winston his job, and he's aware of that. Not listening to your coach, that's a conscious decision you make as a player. And you have as a player, you have every right to do so. You risk your job, but that's your right to do so. Yep, if you're yeah. on the field, you're allowed to play the way you want to play. You risk your job, though, which is fair. It is fair. I, I'm actually I think Arthur Smith was upset because he, he got fired after that, and he knew he was getting fired. He was just more sad because— No, he, defending his players. 1,000% defending his players. It is a horseshit play. There's no way you can convince me that that wasn't a fucking horseshit play. Protect yourself at all times. Let's move Let's on. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, let's talk about—let's get into the coaching fires. So Arthur Smith— Fired in Atlanta. Um, the Carolina Panthers fired their coach a while ago, so that spot's open. The Chargers fired their coach a while ago. That spot's open. Washington Commanders, Tennessee Titans, and Las Vegas Raiders. All Those are the six teams right now that have openings. Um, there's still two teams on this list that are undecided with head coach, and that is the Chicago Bears, who Eberflus might not be back. They're... Um, President or whoever makes the decisions in that team is still deciding on the general manager. And I'm pretty sure if they bring in a new general manager, they're going to bring in a new head coach. And the same, well, actually, that's why Tennessee Titans fired Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel was they brought in a new GM last year, and Mike Vrabel said he wanted a different guy, but they went with their guy instead. So obviously, their GM wanted a new head coach and got rid of Vrabel. And then we have the Patriots who Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are still undecided on what they want to do. Now, Antonio Pierce came in and did well with the Raiders. Is he back next year? Head coach of the Raiders. They've been in the situation before where Basaccia came in and did yeah. well with the team, took him to the playoffs, and they did not rehire him. I, okay. I think if they can get Harbaugh, said it kind of awkwardly there. No, you're good. They take him. Okay, I think so that's you their think, first choice. You think if they can get Jim Harbaugh, then they... They go with him. If they can't, they go back to Antonio Pierce. Yes. Now, yeah. I've heard Antonio Pierce has other offers for um, coordinator jobs as well. Now, would he want to? So, would he want to take this? Is the th this is the shitty part about being a, uh, these head coaching? There's 32 positions as a head coach, and there's there's 64 coordinators, 32 offense, 32 defense. Now he can take one of those offensive coordinator jobs before the Raiders make a decision, but. 
who's like people aren't going to wait for his decision. They're going to want to find the best people before everyone else gets taken off. For sure. So but does he then, wait? Then, if you're him, do you wait for the Raiders? Or do you take the whatever off defensive coordinator job you get? Here's the other question. Can he not can you not take a uh, coordinator job with the Raiders? Or does he not want to take that step back? Well, That's the other side of it. He could do that, but I'm assuming whoever the head coach of the Raiders is is going to want to bring in their own guys. Fair enough. That's, I mean, those are things we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of always have to think that way when, like, if I'm, if I'm starting a new, like, but that's like my GM thought. I wants think their own head coach, Raiders... any head coach, any head coach wants their own quarterback or the choose a quarterback. And then any head coach is going to want to use, like, I want a guy who's going to run my system. This guy doesn't know my system. I'm bringing in my buddy. Speaking of which, you heard uh, Sean Payton's comments about Russ. No, I didn't. They had a 30 minute sit down together and nothing is certain yet. Okay. But it, I don't know, the way I read the quote, and maybe this is just my own thoughts of it, oh, he can't wait to get rid of him. Oh, I, I, yeah, we talked about that last week. Russ but, is done in Denver. But with the ownership, they're trying to weigh their options of like, where else can we go first, right? Yeah. It's almost that uh, we need we need a step up first, right? Like the well, you same have to have things you we're talking about with people. And even not even a step up, you need to have a lateral move or even like half a step down where you have a future is better, a brighter future. You need a, you need a guy you have some confidence with. It, yeah. it, it just seemed apparent that the coach didn't like him. Yeah, no, the coach did yeah. 1,000%. But yeah, I think that's my take with the Raiders that they want to land Harbaugh if they can. If not, they'll probably try and keep Pierce. If okay. it works out for them, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea who the Panthers are going to hire. I also know that if I was a head coach or if I was someone who's going to get a head coaching job, that's one job I would not take. I don't think the Panthers are in a good situation because there's a lot of hatred towards the owner right now. Yep. And I think a lot of the coaches are seeing that, that um, this guy's a little bit loose right now. Like he's just willy nilly letting people go and he's playing. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to be Jerry Jones when he just, he isn't. And I don't think Jerry Jones always does well as the GM. No, he doesn't. He's been taking, no. a, I think he's been taking a step back more recently. Um, but that's the thing with the Carolina, uh, I forget his name now, but um, Tepet. Tepet. Dave, uh, Tepet. Dave Tepet. He also owns a major league soccer team and they, he's fired, apparently fired his coach like three years out of five now. And, and this is their second head coach in, in two years. Um, their second GM in two years, like, it's why would you want that job? You have a one year guarantee. That's it. Whereas you can take the Washington job. You can take the Atlanta job. You can take the Tennessee job um, where there's a little bit you more have, stability. There. You have one year to build a team with no established star tap power so far. Yeah. You've got, you've got to build a team. Yeah. You've got a, um, a quarterback. You've got nothing. Bryce Young. He, he does, but as of today, he's proven nothing. I'm not saying he won't, but as well, of today, you still have to build him. You a uh, thousand percent, but that's, that's how you have so to look. Currently, that's how you, you have, have nothing yet. That's how you have to look at Trevor Lawrence. Team. After you have to build the full team. After Urban Meyer left, that's how you also had to take that Jaguars job. Yeah. Looking so, whoever takes that Panthers job has to know that Bryce Young's the future, um, and that they can work with them. I'm afraid that Ben Johnson, the Detroit Lions, but don't they also have a lack of picks to work with? Oh yeah, they traded their first pick to Chicago. That's it, though. Don't they lose some other picks or no? I've I haven't looked too much into it. I just know that their number like, one pick. I feel like the they lost one, some other picks too. The number I could one be wrong, but I feel pick. like they lost some other picks too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but so, the, I mean, the main just, pick you're still at a deficit. The main pick is gone. The first overall pick is done. Yeah, 
Um, I wouldn't want that job. I don't know why anyone would take that job unless they got full control. I, are you are you kidding? I, you wouldn't want that job. I'd take that job in a heartbeat. Well, you, you and me, you and I would. But if I'm yeah, but any, <laughs> if I'm an actual football like offense coordinator, defense coordinator, no way I'm taking that job. No, um, but here's the thing: someone's taking that job. There are always people someone's who are, take it. would kill for that job. Thousand percent in the football world. In the yeah. football, but there is that. You're that not getting the has top. To know. You're not getting the top coveted coach. No, you're not. No, but you're getting a coach. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you're world, if you're idiots on a podcast, me and you. If you're Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, Antonio Pierce, any of the guys that are like wanted right now, you are not taking that job. What do you think of Vrabel? I think Mike Vrabel is going to be the new coach of the New England Patriots. Yeah, I've actually was a little bit surprised that they fired him. Only for the fact that I thought that he did quite well with limited talent yeah. on that um, Tennessee Titans years, uh, Tennessee Titans team for a few years. Uh, they only a had a running back. They have never had really a quarterback. I don't no, think they Tannehill did have a good talent in AJ Brown, which they I don't know whose decision that was to let go. Was that a Vrabel call or was that somebody else? I don't know either, but that was a bad mistake on their part. Yeah, very bad mistake on their part. But I thought overall he did quite well with not a lot to work with. I was actually I shocked every year how much how well they were doing. I agree. And I think that's why he gets one of these jobs. It might not be the Patriots. If Bill if Bill Belichick wants to come back, that's his job. If he doesn't want to come back, then it's Mike, it's an easy decision for them to go to Mike Frabel. So here's my thought on the Patriots. I I don't think he comes back. And I think it's by choice. I think he probably goes for a change or something else. Like one of those like mutually decided, you know what, we're happy with the change and Belichick's happy with the change too. And they're just like, you know, leave amicably. Um, but I think we're going to see a complete new identity of the Patriots, which they need. Yes, they do. They, they do. This system of no stars doesn't seem to work. Uh, not any, not any, not without a quarterback. Not without, well, a, no, not, not without, without the, greatest the greatest quarterback, quarterback of all, all time. time. Like, I yeah. mean, that's just, that's an anomaly right there. You can't get that. You won't get that again. Yeah. So they, and where whoever takes this team over is going to need to get a quarterback and get one quickly to make the New England Patriots fans happy. Um, but still, they're undecided. The Bears are undecided. That job doesn't look great right now either. But so the two big names right now would be Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick. The, like Jim Harbaugh coming off of a amazing game last night. An amazing season. Michigan Wolverines, national championships again. I can't believe we didn't lead off that segment of this whole show talking Did you hear about his them. Quote? Who's quote Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. His dad has a national championship. Yeah, his, his dad's his got coach. one. His brother's, his brother's got, got a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And he said, I can finally sit at the grown ups table. Yeah. Or the big boys table now. No, that was last night was one of my one of my happiest sports moments of my life. For the Raptors championship. Lions haven't done anything. More, the happiest Lions made me is they made the playoffs in like 2011. I think the first time they went with Matthew Stafford and they beat New Orleans in the last game of the year. Um, but this football-wise, I got Michigan Wolverines, and that was amazing. They just absolutely pummeled Washington, and they'll be in Seattle for a rematch next uh, next year. But they're losing most of their players um, on, the, on the offensive side of the ball. Now, uh, so Jim Harbaugh is very much going to be a – Los Angeles Chargers, Raiders. I want to say the Falcons are probably all looking at him right away. And I think why right now the Chargers job is the best job. Justin Herbert. Yeah. You've got 
I, I think the hardest part about that team is convincing the players how good the team is again. Getting yeah. themselves out of their own heads. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And yeah. like they're probably going to move on from Eckler because uh, he'll want money and they don't like paying RB's money. But yeah. Keenan Allen said he wants to come back and you got Justin Herbert but, coming you know, back. Like, it's a good yeah. spot to be. I, I think he's going to take a step back this year just because, you know, age. Age does catch up. Oh, I, I agree. He'll be 32. But I, I don't think he, he's not garbage by any measure. He's still good. And the, the that young uh, that young receiver we talked about early in the season, he could have a... Yeah, he was the worst rookie year. wide receiver. Quentin Johnson was the worst rookie wide receiver from the first round picks. But uh, yeah, he could he could put it together. Like the team is still there. I'm a little and concerned. Williams, that they... Well, Williams was injured for most of the season too, wasn't he? Yeah, Williams, the he's always yeah he's always injured too. They're, those guys are always hurt. It's very strange. But they yeah, interviewed so... Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator, as the head as maybe a head coaching. And I think that's if they hire Kellen Moore as a head coach, the Los Angeles Chargers, then they are doomed for four more years. Hey, you didn't Dude. call them the San Diego Chargers. That's the first time. I know. It's something I've been on my head. Also, you yeah. have less pressure on you as the San- Los Angeles oh. Chargers <laughs> than you do the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it's a great job to have. I think that's the one that everybody's going to kind of covet. Um, this is I don't something know- we never talked about, but it was on my mind. And just because we're, we're at the end of the season, I found this hilarious. It's a little bit of a baseball football connection, but... All the like the media coverage of Shohei Otani at Rams games yeah. as if it's his first time in LA. Yeah. To me, that was just hilarious. The guy's <laughs> been in LA that. his whole career. Yeah. If you're not the Dodgers, though, you're not in LA. No, that's it. But that's funny. And if you're not the Rams, you're not LA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. I don't know of any retirings. I know the center from the Chargers might retire, and that's about it. I think those will come out later. Um, but I think maybe we save those for the end of the end of the year, unless you well, know. Of it's all back. speculation. I, exactly. I don't know. I haven't heard anyone that's officially retiring yet. I'm sure there's some guys. I don't know if anyone of note. I feel like uh, Kelsey will retire. Jason Kelsey. I think he will too. Yeah, I think will he and will too. Um, get into the Eagles. Well, let's. Do you want to add it to the let's part? Okay, so let's go. The one thing I want to talk about before we get into all that stuff is. Um, Derek Henry seems like he's talking like it's he's done in Tennessee. I um, think so. I think he wants, you know, like he sees the 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 twilight of his career on the horizon and the team is in a rebuild. The coach oh, yeah. is gone. Oh yeah. You know, you got a young quarterback yep. or who knows who the quarterback will be if they trade for somebody, but it, it's a change and I think he's there's no re- reason for him to stick it out through that. And I I think he goes he, he deserves to go to a contender to at least try and win something now he's put in yeah. the time he's put in his 10 years or his nine years or whatever and he's hitting 30 this year i think um he deserves if anyone the most to go somewhere and try to win a championship um okay first let's just go with mvp of the year i think both of us are lamar jackson i don't think anybody is close right now yeah the closest i would give is cmc and he's still a spot behind i'd say yeah it's not a quarterback he's getting tough sitting on that pillow over there isn't it yeah. Oh, I told terrible. you. I'm sitting in told an you. attic here. I told you it was going to be hard sitting on that pillow for an hour. You didn't believe me. I just, I, I'll be okay. I just got to shuffle a couple times. You know, it's like an airplane seat. You can't stay in the same spot. You no, you can't. I hate sitting on slouch airplane a little seats. bit, sit up straight once in a while, adjust the pillow, yeah. lean against the window. I always get a window seat for that. I'm an aisle seat. You're an aisle guy, eh? Yeah, I want to be able to get out and in at my own leisure. No, I don't. Unless get out. it's, it actually depends on the flight. I don't usually get out either. Um. 
So if it's if it's if it's under a five hour flight, I'm on I'm on window. If it's over five hours, I want aisle just in case I do have to go to the bathroom. I'm also the guy on the road trip. I never ask for the bathroom break. I'll I'll go when someone else asks for it. In the airplane, I'll never get up. I sit in my seat. I don't care if it's a twenty hour flight. I'm not getting up. But I'll if I'm also sitting in the window aisle, I won't ask the anybody the window for window aisle. Which, sorry, the window seat. If I'm sitting in the window seat, I won't ask the stewardess for anything. Whereas if I'm in the aisle, I'm like, I've never asked the stewardess for anything. I'm not afraid a drink, to touch not that, food, I nothing. Feel like they'll yell at me. No, that's why it, they'll yell at you if you're sitting in the window. If you're sitting in the aisle, you can bug them all day. Can you? I think so. That's how I. That's how I do it. Um, offensive player of the year between Tyreek Hill, CMC, can probably. I'm giving it to CMC. I yeah, I would say, I would I would probably say he's got to get something. He had a phenomenal year. He he was the lead guy on the best team in the NFC. Yes, and he's in MVP talks. CMC is in MVP talks. Tyreek Hill is not in MVP talks anymore. No, he didn't because he didn't hit the mark. That's what I mean. And so you have to go CMC over Tyreek for. Offensive player of the year, then I think. Yeah, uh, um, I think so. Offensive rookie of the year. The other thing is, or Puka. CMC, CMC could be the MVP. The only thing is, it's just the reality of the situation. The quarterback is just a little bit more yeah. important than every other player on the field, so there is going to be skewed towards the quarterback. Yeah, that's why I think it's CMC just also such gets a necessary offensive. position. I agree. So, I agree. I yeah. agree. I I also have CMC. Defensive player is a tough one. Defensive player is a tough one. Um, TJ Watt had some huge moments, and then he missed a lot. He missed yes. a bunch of games, but he, he also led the league bunch, in but he sacks. Missed a few games. He also led the league in sacks, still. He did. Um, in the same division, you can go with Miles Garrett, who's really coming into his own now, and then you also have Micah Parsons for the Dallas Cowboys. That you could say um, is the the biggest reason that Cowboys defense is top five. I think TJ Watt gets it. I also think TJ Watt gets it. And I think Miles Garrett. I think it's a tough one. I think it's I think a tough Miles one. Is there someone we're forgetting? I feel year. like there's somebody we're forgetting too. Oh, always. We are just going off yeah. the seat of our pants over here. Nobody, nobody on the Ravens, nobody on the 49ers. Uh the 49ers is stacked on defense. But no, I, I think it's between these three guys. Garrett Watt, Micah Parsons. I think so. And I'd go yeah. Watt, then Garrett. Ben Parsons. Um, okay, wait. Offensive Rookie of the Year. You got CJ Stroud or Puka? I'm going CJ Stroud just because he. The Rams He's also MVP. Terrible, the Rams weren't a terrible team. They had a bad season last year, which was kind of an anomaly, like we talked about. They should have been better than they were, but they're they have a good foundation of a team. Oh yeah, no, the Rams are good. The Texans were a garbage team. Yes, and second worst them. team. Yeah, he took them to the playoffs and won the division. Mind you, it's not the toughest division, but still, that's well done for a rookie. Uh, well, also, it's not the the weakest division either. There's three teams the that could have made the playoffs. Yeah, I think CJ Stroud also gets it. Um, it's tough. Like Puka Nakua broke the record for rookies, but he broke a rookie record, whereas CJ Stroud took a team to the playoffs that shed no business being anywhere near it. Um, I got nobody else on the defensive rookie of the year except rookie Will Anderson. Um, the Lions, Brian Branch, I think also deserves a nod. Um, and uh, I would go tight end defensive rookie Lions tight end. Yeah. But we're talking defensive rookies. Oh, sorry. I moved sorry, past I the talking. I thought no, you were talking of the other offensive potential. Rookies. I see Laporta Laporta could be, but he's not 
CJ Stroud and he's not Puka. No. He could be top three if they have if they do it that way, if they do it voting that way. No. But I think he could you say he meant more to his team than Puka did for his team? Um, no, because we got Amon Brown, Amon St. Brown, and Amon Ross St. Brown. I couldn't get it all right. I just uh, like I personally believe a good tight end, a great tight end is more valuable to your team than a good wide receiver just because it's like that extra little intangible of you're going to have receivers receiving, but when you have a great tight end that can block, get open, catch, it's like an extra little bonus weapon. I agree. And it makes a huge difference. I uh, you're, Listen, I know. I know this. I yeah. believe you, which is why I'm so sad. The only thing is, I don't think either one you could say they meant more to their team than CJ Stroud. So, yeah, CJ Stroud meant most of his team. Uh, yeah. Coach of the year, Stefanski, Pierce. Stefanski's got to be up there. Like the the Browns are a, a perennial laughing stock. So, whenever yeah. they do very well with a lot of injuries, star running back. Yep. I, I'm not even going to give their quarter, starting quarterback the injury. He played like shit. He's never played well for the Browns. So I, I mean, I'm not going to say the their loss, the loss of their um, starting quarterback was a big hit for them. I think it was a blessing in disguise. It's a way a blessing in disguise. I mean, yeah, Deshaun Watson. We knew that Deshaun Watson wasn't going to come back and be who he used to be. Um, that's the end of Deshaun. Like, there's no reason to even bring him back next year. Um, well, he, it's he's I think come back because they're paying. Him. I know. <laughs> uh, I think D'Amico Ryan's also deserves a nod here. Um, yeah. the Texans head coach, his first year taking over a team that had no business winning during the playoffs. It's, it's between those two guys, I think. Um, yeah. okay, what, this about, is, what about your boy Campbell? No, I think he, I think he it was, was expected in the conversation this year. last year. It was expected this year. He was in the conversation last year if they made the playoffs, but they didn't. But just because you're expected to do well and you meet expectations, I don't think does, does that negate you from winning the award? Listen, if they if they didn't get that Dallas game stolen from them, then they, they he would probably be the coach of the year. Yeah. What about Harbaugh, who's proven he can crush every team in the league? Yeah, but he's been doing it forever, so I don't. Yeah, think I don't think he that. wins. I'm just, you know, it's like the comeback player of the year thing, where like some players gonna get a little extra nod, even if it's maybe a little bit undeserving. Yeah, we're just talking for the sake of deserving, not who's gonna win it. Yeah, I, absolutely. Why does Harbaugh not deserve a nod? No, you're not wrong. In in that sense, he should absolutely be in the conversation. The best team in football. Yeah. Um, you can say the same thing with uh, the San Francisco 49ers coach. Who I think he won it last year. So yeah, I not the only thing is, like, he, he is great. I just say he has way more talent to work with. Thousand percent, one thousand percent. Stefanski. That's why they have Amari and, Cooper and, and no quarterback. And for the sake of you know, like, we had a little conspiracy that they threw the game just so they could like play a little better in the uh, playoffs. But it's a regular season award, and Harbaugh crushed him yeah. in the uh, out coached the shit out of him. Yeah, well, I think that Stefanski does win it though, based off the fact that he had three different, four different quarterbacks that he had to rely on. Um, comeback Player of the Year award. I mean, I I hate the talking going, about this award. I'm going to skew with this one. I'm going Baker Mayfield. I personally like Baker Mayfield. Okay, I like that better than guy. he was a written off guy. Yeah, no, he's he didn't have a job last year. No, the Rams took him. He got he started with the Panthers. 
They cut they him. They took him in garbage time. The Rams took him, took him in time. garbage when, time when and matter. played him. Yeah, it didn't matter. Um, yeah. I don't like the DeMar Hamlin. We've talked about this as a comeback uh, player of the year. It, I, I just, it's a great story, but he didn't. There play. has to be a comeback. Like he just came back. There has, to yeah, the there has to be like he is he. I don't think he it had a better season this year than last year. Even no. He, no, he had a better season last year. He had a way better season last year. He actually played. Yeah. Um, I so, I think it should go to Joe Flacco personally, um, just because of what he means to that team right now. Um, but I like the Baker pick too. I think it should be between Flacco and the Baker. The thing is, because the Baker played the whole season. That's why. That's why I think you you prefer Baker over Flacco. Yeah, that's that's why I'm giving it to him. If Flacco played the whole season, is there a guarantee he could have done it for the whole season? That's the thing. It's it's for an older guy who knows the game. He understands what it takes playing through a small window of how many games does he play? Five, six games, seven games, five or six games. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to compress your season into those small games and give it your all for those games rather than the grind of the 18 week season. Yeah. I completely agree. He was, he was four and one this, this, um, he played five games. He was four and one. Now let's, okay. Let's use this as a, let's talk about Saturday's games because the Browns versus the Texans is the first game up and it is Joe Flacco coming in and he's the, I he's think, the oldest guy in yeah, the, in the I, playoffs. I, as much as I, uh, I, I don't like, I don't dislike the Browns because I love an underdog and with the Lions, they the are Browns underdog. Are, the Browns are favorites. I don't, no, 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 I just mean historically. Okay. The Browns have never expected to do anything. Like the Browns and the Lions are just the t- two teams in the NFL, which nobody ever s- expects anything from them. Correct. But I think they win only for the fact that the inexperience of the Texans and the 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 defense of the Browns, specifically yeah. against that inexperience of the Texans. Yeah, you're talking I CJ Stroud. You're talking just, uh, that that playoff atmosphere. It's just going to be a little step up for them. That. They, you know, it'll just get kind of, it'll be a learning, uh, learning experience for them. I, so yeah, Joe Flacco, oldest QB in the playoffs. CJ Stroud, I believe is the youngest QB in the playoffs. And if not like age wise, then we're talking years in the league. Um, CJ Stroud's a rookie. Joe Flacco has been around since 1935. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and, and then you said, have Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. No, Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You got to get that Super Bowl to get the MVP. I'm just saying, like, not only did he win a Super Bowl, he got the Super Bowl MVP. That's full experience the entire way, right? Like he did it, yep. and, and he had a pretty the... great uh, run that uh, that playoffs. If you look at his numbers, looking at the bracket, if the Browns win this game, and Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Bills, which I think we probably both will talk about in a minute, that means Joe Flacco goes back to Baltimore to play the Ravens in the playoffs. So, anyways, that'd be something to look forward to if the Browns win. I'm rooting for the Texans specifically, like personally, um, but that'd be a good storyline going into the. the I the think home. that's the theme because looking on our next one, we got Tyreek returning to KC for the first first time when uh, the Dolphins go into Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Yes, Chiefs four point favorites. And you're right. This is Tyreek's. They played and they played earlier this year. Um, neutral, neutral territory in Germany. So they took away the fact that Hill could come back to um, Kansas City and they put the game in Germany. The Chiefs won that matchup 21 to 14. Um, this will be Tyreek Hill's first, and you know he's going to want to like just go off against his old yeah. team um, and absolutely embarrass them and win that game. Except there is a massive problem, and that is that Tua 
in games that are below 45 degrees Fahrenheit or 7 degrees Celsius is 0-4. What is he? He's Hawaiian? Uh, yes, I believe he's from Hawaii. Yeah. It's, Played it's in not Alabama. a cold weather place. No, That's so everybody's played is warm. Everybody's played is warm. Um, yeah. Temperature Saturday night, 5 p.m. game here, so 8 p.m. to East Coast time. I don't even know what time it's going to be for you. Um, temperature is supposed to be five around, hours ahead of you, so it'd be at 10 p.m. Yeah, we're, we're not geographers, we're not mathematicians. I don't know no. how to calculate that. I just did it though. 10 p.m. I nailed it. Uh, the temperature is supposed to be around zero degrees Fahrenheit, which is minus what 32 Celsius, something like that. Yeah, I don't know Fahrenheit, I don't know Celsius. No, well, I know zero, zero Celsius, zero, zero. It is around 32, I think. Yeah, 32 yeah, Fahrenheit is somewhere around freezing. 32 Fahrenheit is freezing, but it's it's going temperature is supposed to be zero Fahrenheit. Oh, that's it's that's very cold. Yeah, very cold. Um, I'm throwing that at like minus 15. I don't know. I have no I'm idea. I think it's minus 32. I don't know. I don't know the difference either. No, because no, they meet Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit and Celsius meet at minus 40. Okay, they're the same. Minus 40 Fahrenheit is minus 40 Celsius. So then it's probably gonna be minus 15 or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's good knowledge. That's good. There, you taught us something. I didn't know that. Um, I don't think the Dolphins have a shot in hell winning this game just based off that fact alone. No, I think they crumble. But here's the other thing: I think Kansas City struggles to win. Well, I I agree with that, and I so the game last week, the Bills and Dolphins game, basically came down to the Bills: are they going to play the Pittsburgh Steelers or are they going to play Kansas City? Um, I don't think it really mattered because. I'm not afraid. Like, are you afraid of Kansas City if you're any team no. other than the Dolphins? I think Travis like, Kelsey has a bad game and Storms off the field. Does he retire? He's talked about retiring as well. Yeah, I very well could see him. The double Kelsey retirement, they just go straight into podcasting full time, all day, every day. Gets more time with Taylor Swift. Yeah. She Less time with Jackson Mahomes. That'd be amazing, actually. Um, I okay, I think that they win. I think it's. I bet you they win only by three points. No. It's going to be a lot of running the football. Like Mahomes has no one to throw to except for Kelsey. You lock down Kelsey, you shut him down. I don't think two is going to win in the cold. So Tyreek Hill is going to have to have a lot of like um, screen passes and and reverse plays if he wants his yardage. Uh, I I just I I don't think it's going to be a good game. I like watching cold weather football though. I like to see teams struggle. There's always one yeah. big play where you're like, wow, the breath coming out of the players' helmets. I do like it. And we're going to get a lot of that this weekend, it's starting one with of, that. Uh, one of the best moments, and you'll remember it, Eagles-Lions, that snowstorm. Yeah, the game was nothing happened until one monster pass to Calvin Johnson dives into the snow and comes up, and he's just got a face mask full of snow falling off as the camera slow-mos yeah. on him. Yeah. Always remember that game. I love that game. Yeah. Um, this will be our first snowball. Well, there won't be snow there, but it'll be a first cold weather game in the playoffs. Those are Saturday's games. Sunday's games, first game, 1 p.m. The Pittsburgh Steelers, who crawled into the playoffs, but like Mike Tomlin, doesn't matter how bad his team is, he's always going to win. He's always going to be above, above 500 on the season. Uh, unbelievable coach. Anyone would be lucky to have him. Um, the fact that they're talking about firing him earlier is ridiculous. Uh, they they stick with their guys. Their guys retire. And he's talked about maybe moving on after this, which I don't know anything about, but I've heard rumors about it. Um, Buffalo Bills, it's in Buffalo. Um, 10-point favorites. That's a lot of points in the playoff game. Yeah, but you know what? Bills are looking good. 
They yeah. should they should go to meet the Ravens. Oh yeah, that that would they can meet them in the conference to get into the Super Bowl. Yeah, because yeah, the Ravens are one, the Bills are two seed. Yeah. Um yeah, you're right. They I I probably agree with that. I think it'll be Bills, Ravens. Now, the one problem with this game is um it's going to be cold. It's going to be zero degrees, it's going to be 3.5 inches of snow. Um and it's going to be windy, like 28 miles per hour with 50 mile per hour gusts. So a lot of running the football, which you think in past would be Steelers um, being able to to move the ball more steadily on the ground when you're not throwing it. But the Buffalo Bills also have a very good running game now. Josh Allen can just run the ball himself. He's that big. He's that fast. So it, it is. It does everything does screen Buffalo Bills in this game. Um, but if you had to give the Steelers the temp the the weather conditions that would best help them to stay close, I think. Zero degrees in snow with wind does give them uh, just kind of a, a ability to stay in contention in this game. Buffalo doesn't win this game by 10 points. There's no way uh, two teams in the playoffs are, are they're just going to guess that accurate. There's no way. Okay. <laughs> well, I got I think the whole thing this year that I've been kind of focusing on is the betting. Right. I've been looking more about these spreads and like, ah, I just think because betting's getting so big, it's only going to get more. There's more money in it. When there's more money in it, there's more, I don't want to say fixed, but. No, there is. We talked about this. The league is business is not in business to lose money. The league is fixed. (laughs) We know this when they took away the Lions win against the Cowboys. We know this. So, yeah. The, I I think that everyone's going to be betting on the Bills to destroy the Steelers, and Steelers keep it close. So therefore, the odds makers are going to get their money back on this. Yeah, I feel like spreads are just terrible to bet on. I hate spreads. I don't like betting spreads either. Um, yeah. Teams are just too good, and they they usually, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyways, uh, one thirty games. The Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love won on Sunday afternoon to secure their playoff spot. Um, going against the Dallas Cowboys, who are undefeated at home. Again, unless you count the Lions game, which the Lions did win. Um, Mike McCarthy. The the NFL will ensure the Cowboys win. You think? The Green Bay Packers. Listen, if there's any team that has more notoriety in America than the Dallas Cowboys, it is the Green Bay Packers. I don't think it's their time with their starting, like their Jordan Love I I disagree. I think if there's any good storyline, it's that they hate Aaron Rodgers right now. They don't like that he's an anti-vaxxer. They don't like the stuff he's saying on uh, Pat McAfee's show. So if anything, they could squash kind of his, a little bit of his legacy by Jordan Love being better than him faster. And then they'd be like, well, maybe maybe they should have got rid of Aaron Rodgers sooner and bring Jordan Love in. Like This is actually a good thing for NFL to have the Packers win, if you think about it conspiracy-wise. I also have no faith in Mike McCarthy. And he's the Dallas Cowboys head coach. Yeah. Used to be the Packers head coach. Yeah. Um, with Jordan, the way Jordan Love is playing, I like I would love the Packers to win because I just I'm so sour about this Cowboys stealing that win against the, the Lions. Um, but I mean it is tough to play against CeeDee Lamb in Dallas. Um, the place is gonna be rocking, but the Cowboys suck in the playoffs. They always kind of have. They're like four and seven or something in the last playoff games. Yeah. Um, who are you picking? Who are you, who are you picking? I, I took the Cowboys. Who did you pick in the Steelers Buffalo's game? Oh, Buffalo. 
Yeah, I'm taking Buffalo too. Did you pick on the yeah, you picked the Chiefs. Um, okay, you're picking the Cowboys. I got my three picks in. I we're picking every game. It's not down to three picks anymore. Fine. Anyway. All right. Then this is the game of all games Sunday night that I am going to be just sweating all day about. Not looking forward to it. Not because of who we're playing. Just not looking forward to it in general because I don't I can't I'm a we're I have no hope. No, but can I tell you one thing different about this year? This is a game where all they need to do is just have faith in themselves because they can they can very well win this game. This is not that they need things to go right for them. This is a game where they're in the driver's seat. They can win. They can win. I agree. But I agree. It's not like it's not like they're against a really tough opponent where they have to just but they are watch the Rams have won make no mistakes. The Rams have won seven of their last eight games. Their only loss in the last half of the season was to the Baltimore Ravens. You got Matthew Stafford coming back to fucking Detroit where everybody loves him. But then again, you have to bring his wife with him, who everybody hates. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to walk all over them. I'm just saying they need to remember they can win this game. This is I agree. Not- uh, this is not a team that is just going to steamroll them and they need to be, play a perfect football game to win. It's a very winnable game. It is you a very winnable game. got to remember that. And also, it's a Jared Goff revenge game. People are talking about how much Stafford's coming back to Detroit. We love Stafford. We love him. But Jared Stafford Goff... Stafford has nothing to prove. Yeah, I know. Jared Goff has everything to prove. Exactly. And he's going to yeah. want to do it. Like, that is an actual revenge game. Stafford loves the Lions. I do not believe that Jared Goff loves the Los Angeles Rams. So I think he comes out and has the best game of the year, hopefully. Now, the shitty part is Sam, La- Sam Laporte is hurt. He's most likely not going to play. Um, that's a big step back. But I feel like somebody's going to step up. Um, Laporte is 6'3", and he can catch the ball. Peoples-Jones is 6'2". Um, Laporte's got 40 pounds on him. But uh, to catch the ball on the inside of the field, look for Peoples-Jones. I hope the Lions win this game. I very much hope the Lions win this game. Or else this might be yeah. the last. This might be the last podcast we do. There's no telling I come back yeah. if they don't. I'll I'll, I'll do them alone. There's, <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, Monday myself. night game. The Monday night game. This is the, you have the bad game of the week. This is it. It's the playoffs. We got the Philadelphia Eagles minus three to win favorites at Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay won their division. Um, they're bad right now. Both these teams are bad. Eagles have lost five of their last six. The Bucks couldn't. Bucks had to win last weekend to get in the playoffs, and they couldn't score a touchdown. They had to do it nine nothing, I believe. Um, three field goals to beat the Panthers, the worst team in football. I mean, this doesn't look like it's going to be a good game. Where were we? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> What a power move to go from the attic of where you were to outside on like a bungalow with a pool in the background um, while sitting in the freezing cold in Vancouver. Philly Eagles minus three versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. We're talking about how bad these teams are. I think Tampa Bay is what we kind of expected them to be, more or less. Sure. But but, but the Eagles, my oh my, is there a worse team in the NFL in their last six games? No, they've lost five of their last six. Um, that Jalen Hurts hurt his 
middle finger in his throwing hand. He's good to play this weekend. A.J. Brown left last weekend's game with a knee injury. He's also good to play. Devontae Smith was hurt last week, so he didn't play. Apparently, he's also good. But, I mean, they, at the beginning of the year, the Eagles were putting up 25 points every game. And I, I don't think out of these last six, I think they've only did it like three times they put up 20 points or something like that. Like, just their offense is just gone. Their defense doesn't look strong at all. Um, this could be a game that's either very low-scoring and bad football or it could be one of those games where it's just high scoring, high octane. You don't know what's going to happen because it's just two people just afraid to not lose anything or not afraid to lose anything. Yeah. I I think the Eagles, the, the throwing hand injury, mm, that's going to affect him. I think that's just going to affect him. I agree. I hope not. I, I don't want to see the Bucks go on. I just don't like the Bucks for some reason. Yeah, you know what, though? I've kind of started to dislike the Eagles. Once they started playing so poorly, I was a little bit disgusted with them. But that's Taylor Swift's team. That's even more of a reason. <laughs> Is this a Taylor Swift curse? As soon as she kind of got into the whole, like, Kelsey family thing that... This is what we were going to talk about earlier that I said, let's leave the to the virus. end here. Um, the 1,000%. I told you that this was not going to work out well for uh, either team. The Kelseys. The Kelseys. It was always doomed for that to not work out for them. It's not working out for Travis Kelsey. He's having a very poor second half of the season. Um, and his, you can see him get frustrated on the field. Uh, you can see the team not doing well. Um, and then with Jason Kelsey, like, it's just the Eagles – I, I, the Eagles, they're just bad. Um, and we can blame Taylor Swift, absolutely. Taylor That's Swift true. fans always look for a reason to be Taylor Swift to be disrespected, so let's just give them another one. Why not? Who are we? The hell are we? Do we want? Uh, I'm tired of her in the NFL. Uh, so am I. Can I say that? Can I say that? I'm, I'm tired of her in the NFL, tired of Brittany Mahomes in the NFL, and tired of Jackson Mahomes in the NFL. Um, Everybody that has that Kansas City has to deal with, basically, I'm tired of. You can't take a great team and then add those personalities and like still root for that team. You know what yeah, I mean? It's already yeah. a team that's like they're so good that it's almost dislike, like unlikable. And then you add those people to it, and you're just like, ah, why? Like, I, it just makes it bugs me. It bugs me. It bugs yeah, me. I, I, I want to see them fail every week now. So you want Eagles to lose, and you want Chiefs to lose. Yes. Okay, so we went through the teams of who we want, like, or who we think is going to win. Who we but want who do you to want win, to win? Yeah. So Cleveland Browns, Houston Texans. Who do you want to win? I told uh, those ones. I told you. There's only. I don't mind seeing the the Houston Texans wins, but I don't mind seeing the Browns win. Whoever you pick wins, one. You pick one. I tell you, Browns, Browns, Browns. You want Browns? I want Texans to win. Yeah. Dolphins, Chiefs. Want, we both want Dolphins I to win that. I want game. the Dolphins to win. I think the Chiefs win. I agree with that. Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills. I want the Bills to win. I think uh, the Bills will win. I think Green the Bills Bay will Packers, win. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, yeah. I don't like Green Bay. I want Dallas to win, and I think Dallas wins. Rams, Detroit. I don't like the Rams. I got nothing against the Rams. I'll say that. But I want Detroit to win. Eagles, Tampa Bay. I don't like the current Eagles. I don't like a team that just shoots themselves in the foot and falls apart for no reason. Why did they get so bad so quick? Ten and I don't one. know. Ten and I one. Know. I know. I know. Well, the Dolphins did the same thing, but you put, but you picked them. Yeah, because they got the Chiefs, which we don't like. <laughs> so there's two evils there. Same with Packers and Cowboys for me. Like I don't want either of these teams to win. Um, but I, I mean, the Cowboys are just rubbing me the wrong way lately. 
and I don't want I do not want them to carry on forward. I want that fan base to be very upset. Um, what else we got to talk about here? We want conspiracy things you want to talk about because I think we've gone through everything. I think we know the conspiracy. The conspiracy is the gamblers, the betters, the um, the the bookmakers. That's what it is. Yeah, run the show now. I agree. I agree. We know that's that. it. Um, oh, what about the conspiracy about uh, here? We I got a good one. So Saturday night's game, Chiefs versus Dolphins, is you have to if you're in the states, you have to sign up and um, pay for Peacock, the streaming service. If you don't have it's the streaming NBC, service, NBC's yeah. Then, if you don't have that streaming service, you cannot watch this game. Now, that's kind of a shitty thing for the NFL to do. It's playoffs. Every game should be on some sort of major network. But did they do that specifically so that all the Swifty fans would sign up for Peacock to watch Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at this game? That's a good one. I like that. I like that. I yeah. think that's definitely a good move. I think it's that. And it's also sometimes maybe is that the kind of the future that's coming yeah but I, an indication of what kind of you know how we're going to be having to view games moving forward a thousand percent which be, is scary because you, yeah. you have espn has two of these games abc has a couple games fox has a game um nbc and peacock have games like you can't you're gonna have to sign up for five streaming services at 20 dollars yep. a month in order to watch one game like it's it's a dangerous way to do things I get why they're doing it. Like the the Peacock's not doing well, so why not just get a bunch of subscribers to watch this game? Um, but it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing that people should be worried about. Uh, I just think it's hilarious that they're making the Swifties all do it. Oh, it's a great move. Genius. It's a great move. Great move. Yeah. Great move. Hopefully they just don't want to do it and they all leave football. We can have it back. And we can have it back. Um or they, oh, they do or they do it and they're heartbroken over the game. Well, I like that better. Oh, and then they boycott there's Peacock a forever. Live, there's a live breakup midfield at halftime. <laughs> she just takes her she takes her Kelsey jersey off after they lose and just like gives it to a fan and walks away. Yeah. She puts her Eagles Kelsey jersey on. Oh, that's the move. That's that would move. actually that would be I would love it if that happened. If she took off the Kansas City Kelsey jersey if they lost and immediately put on the Philadelphia Eagles Kelsey jersey. That'd be amazing. I, she would win points. I think I might be a fan of hers if she did that. A big time fan. That's, big time fan. That's my kind of humor. Yeah. All and right, everybody, like, thank you for listening. Uh, enjoy this weekend's games. I know Puya is uh, probably going to jump into that pool and go to sleep and then wake up and jump in that pool. Uh, I hope you all enjoy the games. Okay, bye. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.